Welcome Freedom Fighters to Flawed and Free Podcast, where we build, empower, and equip disciples of Christ through deliverance and healing. My name is Tina, the Warrior Princess, and I am your host. As a spiritual warfare strategist, prophetic intercessor, and deliverance minister, I take great pleasure serving you and supporting your journey from the flaws of your past into the freedom of your future. Follow me and be set free. Welcome to Flawed and Free Podcast. This is Tina, your host, and we are here yet again for another week of fun in the sun. <laughs> I'm just kidding. This is the place in which we help to save souls and set the captives free, and we help to disciple, build, and equip the believers, the sons of God, the men and women of God, in becoming all that God has created them to be. How do we do this? We do this through deliverance and through spiritual warfare by helping you to slay those spiritual Goliaths in your life. And this is the place to be in Jesus' name. I am glad to partner with all of you today and every day as we slay all day in the spirit in Jesus name for those that follow on YouTube and watch on YouTube thanks for watching liking subscribing if you don't follow on YouTube go now I usually will update for those episodes that I do the video versions of where you can actually watch the audio version in video on YouTube and actually engage and leave comments and questions on YouTube. So I'm at Flawed and Free on YouTube if you're interested and make sure you go like and subscribe to my channel. There's going to be a lot of great content coming soon. So I'll be looking forward to seeing all of you. Now, today's topic, I need you to get a pen and a pad, y'all. Cause I got a little homework for you. Y'all know I give you a little homework. I'm going to give you the homework early because we want to talk about witchcraft in the church. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about cult like churches and controlling leadership and how to discern what this looks like. What does this look like? I've seen a lot of this. I've heard a lot of stories and I'm sure I haven't heard most of the best stories. So I really want to talk a lot more about this topic. So if you have any input or any experience with a church like cult or a church that you've been set free from or know someone that's dealing with the church that's operating in this area first we want to cover you in prayer but I want you to reach out to me by emailing me at info at theflawedandfree.com email me at info at theflawedandfree.com so that we can add you to our list of prayer and or whoever or whomever it may be involved but I want to hear some of your feedback about those that have experienced this type of witchcraft in the church so I really would love to hear about it so let's get into today's episode I'm so excited I'm so excited I shouldn't be this excited But I just know that this is a topic that really resonates in so many of us. I was raised Baptist 
and definitely did not learn nor know anything that I know now. I'm like, why didn't the church teach these things? Why weren't we taught deliverance? Why weren't they doing it? And now I see some of the double mindedness. I remember my pastor didn't even believe in speaking in tongues and he didn't right speak in tongues. And, and so, you know, now that I'm an adult and understanding and had to go through the process of unlearning and relearning and the Holy Spirit training me up in some areas. I'm like, wow, I missed a lot. I missed a lot. Now, it wasn't a cultic. It wasn't a cultic church, but I have seen people on my journey that were in church that were a part of these churches, and it made me run from the church. I'm like, if that's what your church looks like, I don't want to go back to church because I definitely strayed away growing up, just didn't have much um, spiritual guidance or direction and just kind of living for myself, right? And I prayed when I felt like praying or praying on Sundays, but Literally, I would see people that look like they had a close walk with the Lord and some of them were actually a part of cultic churches and it was so extreme that it made me be like, if this is what real believers look like, like that's doing too much, doing way too much. And so I heard lots of stories of controlling leaders. I mean, crazy stories. And these people have actually since left those churches, glory be to God, and have been set free um, from the bondage that they were in being a part of those churches and some denominations that can be very controlling. So today I said, I wanted you guys to take out pen and a pad because I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I want you to go through this, this list and answer them, answer them for yourself when you have time. And if you're driving in your car, you're at work, no worries. Just go back and re-listen to it. (laughs) Go back and re-listen or you could just listen and just see but I really want to share some of the answers and feedback so that's why I'm asking you if you don't mind sharing your testimony your story and some of the answers to the questions we're going to go over in today's podcast just send them to info at theflawedandfree.com and I would love to partner and engage with you in a follow-up podcast and maybe we could do like a call-in system where I would reach out to you and tell you when we're going live and you can call in and ask your question if you don't want to be anonymous or I can do it anonymously and we can come back here and just regroup and revisit this topic with you guys's feedback and answers I would love to hear what you have to say So the first question that we want to talk, I want to ask is, does the leadership teach that God must speak to them first before God will speak to you? I'm going to say it again. Does the leadership teach that God must speak to them first before God will speak to you? Witchcraft red flag okay God speaks to us all and I've seen subtle forms of this even with some of the leadership that I was connected to at one time that did not appropriately handle new leaders new pastors I believe it was really more ignorance and immaturity than in some pride and 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 allowing spirits to operate but there were other factors that were concerning this situation but definitely not like cult-like but 
there is a piety sometime a a level of of reverence that that some leaders take and it's like you know they believe that people should go that God goes to them like they're the chief priest well Jesus Christ is our chief priest and he took that position many 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 moons ago and so not that we disregard our leadership that would be ridiculous because we do have appointed leaders that are called I am one and I also have servant leaders in my ministry they are all every single one of them leaders as well and so you may have a leader that is well versed in an area or called to govern a a particular situation or assignment but we all hear from God okay we all hear from God and so it would not be appropriate for someone to not allow you to speak or feel as if God is not speaking to you as well and I've seen this error more than I would like to in the church so no bueno no bueno number two does the leadership curse anyone or people who leave the church this right here I'm finna take a sip on that one hold hold my hold 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 that out <laughs> seriously I had to take a sip on that one because the truth is I have seen this more often than I want to see it for real ever again but does the leadership curse anyone who leaves the church crazy right absolutely crazy but I've seen people like blacklisted like literally blacklisted and so the Holy Spirit may lead you to a church or to a space for a season does not mean that they own you that you are going to be bound to them like a slave and you can never leave and then be ostracized for leaving this is an error Number three, does he teach that his church is the only true church? Lies, lies, (laughs) lies, lies, lies. It's a way to manipulate and manipulation is a form of witchcraft. And so this is not correct. Or I've seen leaders subtly say, you know, like they don't, maybe they're not comfortable with their, their, their flock visiting other places and, or it has to be approved by them, yada, yada, yada. So no red flag. If your leadership believes that their church is the only true church. Number four, Are you forbidden to talk to anyone who has left the church? I've seen this. This goes along with them cursing people who leave, but also with them forbidding the members that remain from talking to anyone that's left. And this is 
like the worst. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. I've seen this. I've seen this put really bitter taste in the mouths of the saints and the bitter taste in the mouths of believers as they've been ostracized and pushed out and pushed away and rejected, right? And it's just, just an open door for um, demonic powers to take and take root and take seat in the minds and the hearts of those who get rejected in this manner. And this is not appropriate, nor does God call us to do this. Number five, overemphasis of teaching on submission to leadership. Now, we are to honor our leadership. We are to reverence, honor our leaders with reverence, not glorify them. We glorify God and we submit to God. Now, we do submit to leadership. We do submit and we serve. But this type of submission is kind of um, over and above the norm. So this is an overemphasis of submission to leadership where people can't move, people can't go out of town, go on vacation, just can't do anything because they are submitting more to this ministry or to the church than they are to their own families. And this has happened where everything and the needs of the church come before their families, before their jobs, before themselves. And this is not correct. Number six, are you forbidden to attend or visit any church that is outside your denomination or fellowship? And we can kind of maybe skip past that one because that one goes along with leaving the church and being forbidden to talk to anyone that has left the church. I did touch on visiting churches and how this is looked down upon at witchcraft cult-like churches. Like it is an absolute no-no. You will not visit any other church. You will not go to any other church. It's very dominating and is and it's manipulating. And so this is not proper or in order in Jesus. Now verse, I meant verse uh, number seven, are people publicly embarrassed or humiliated by the leadership? I've seen this. I've heard about this and I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I don't care what your title is, what your anointing is, what your gifting is, or what position the servants or, or servant leaders or community members or whomever that's connected or, or comes to the church. You are not to publicly embarrass or humiliate them. And so there have been sermons that preachers have stood on the pulpit to demoralize people and and literally made to kind of shoot shots and you know exactly that they're talking about you or talk listen up guys i have great news so we have just opened up the opportunity for you to receive all of the e-courses from our freedom fighter mentorship academy so if you missed semester one it's okay though you missed the mentorship portion we still have an opportunity for you to get our e-courses so there were 10 courses that we completed over the spiritual law and legal rights we discussed the courts of heaven prayer and deliverance and strategic and effective prayer and and so much more. I do not want you to miss this amazing content. 
So go now to the link in the episode description or the show description, wherever you are chiming in and tuning in from and go and gather up one of those courses or you can get the entire bundle at a discounted price. So I am pray I am prayerful that you will check it out today. Until next time. See you later your family or talking about your husband or spouse and they will do this right in your face okay and maybe some know that it's you maybe some don't know but it is a form of intimidation it is a form of manipulation and it's very embarrassing and it has been used against people to publicly humiliate and embarrass them I've seen this with couples like in these cult-like churches I've seen it in Kojic settings but it's not just in Kojic I mean it's everywhere I've seen it in other Baptist Pentecostal other denominations so it's not specific to that but I have actually seen this where there were maybe there were members that held some leadership responsibilities in the church and they were going through a divorce they were going through a divorce and As the enemy would have it, there was an alliance formed with the pastor and the the man of the of the family of the union. And this was the opportunity the pastor would use before the congregation and everyone to literally shoot shots and throw slugs at this couple before everybody and literally publicly humiliate and embarrass the wife and she had done nothing wrong but it was this kind of like bro code going on and he had he he the man of the family or whatever the head of the home he had you know some notoriety and things like that and so I believe the pastor wanted to just kind of remain in his good grace and this was his way of showing his loyalty I don't know but it's demonic and it's witchcraft and I recall this particular situation as it happened several times I knew this couple and I would tell the young lady as she expressed her concerns to me about what was happening I said you must leave and you must go now I mean leave fast like like a thief in the night like leave this is not where you should be this is not of God and this God is not pleased he is not pleased at all so I've seen these type of situations and even other types of similar situations where the minister or pastoral leadership or whatever has utilized their authority over let's say it might be their assistant or it might be their armor bearer or someone that's called to serve them in an intimate way you know they get bring their they hold their bibles or they they are getting water for them or holding their towel to wipe the sweat off their face and where they have used their position of authority and or titling to humiliate their servant and you know by barking or or giving them that start giving them a look like you would look at a child or a dog that's made an error or you're not moving fast enough or you know just 
to humiliate the person like you know I'm the prophet and I'm bishop so-and-so or elder whatever or or uh, apostle this and and literally treat them as subservient and God Jesus Christ did not do that he did not do that to the disciples he did not do that to the congregation in the community and so we are to be operating and mimicking and mirroring our ministry and our lives and the likeness and the image of him and so this is demonic this is not acceptable and if you see this type of behavior it should be rebuked if it's happening in your church you should leave asap red flag number eight are you afraid to voice out any opinion contrary to leadership if you are afraid to have a voice so you do not have a voice that may not be in full agreement now I'm not saying be rebellious I'm not saying counteract or oppose every word that comes out of your leadership I would say take it to the Holy Spirit always first and allow yourself to get time to gain revelation or understanding or whatever it is that you need and then if you still have concerns you should be able to openly voice your opinion I leave it very open as the leader of this ministry to those that serve in this ministry that uh, we are a part of a triune and in the flawed and free ministry triune we serve God because God is our head he's my head he's their head and he's, he's our head so we serve God first and then we serve one another second and then we serve others third and this is a part of our trinity here as we serve the father God the God our God the righteous judge Jesus Christ and the Holy spirit and the trinity within the holy spirit and so we have a a a mnemonic of submission of servanthood and surrender and so the three s's of this ministry is through submission servanthood and surrender and we of course submit and surrender to God first and so I make it very free and I allow collaboration right and I encourage it I encourage that of course when God gives me a word or a confirmation or something of course the final you know end all be all still lies in my decision making as I'm being led by the spirit of the Lord but I am very very collaborative in a lot of the functioning and a lot of things that are occurring within this ministry because I want them to have a voice because they all have a voice they hear from God like I hear from God they may see something that I don't see and they I, I love for my ministry leaders to watch my back and and to cover me in prayer as well as I'm covering them so you know I, I wear a couple of hats not only am I am their head and their leader but we're also sisters in Christ right so sometimes I'm a sister and sometimes I'm a mother sometimes I am I have my CEO hat on but whichever it may be I believe in any setting that people should be allowed to have a voice the next one is uh, number nine marriages are broken by the leadership I've seen this separation, division. It's a spirit of division. It's a spirit of disunity and discord. And these spirit spouses, mainly Jezebel, is really good for this in the church. And she will cause division and chaos. And they are, and Jezebel's, a lot of time, this spirit is responsible for the breaking of marriages. And it's crazy how it happens, but it absolutely does. I've seen this as well. Uh, number 10, people are manipulated 
in their giving. This is huge. This actually deserves a podcast all by itself, but we won't go there today. But people are manipulated in their giving. And so they're taken advantage of financially. They're their peace people are taken advantage of, or they're intimidated in, into giving, or they are manipulated through guilt or just, you know, a forceful hand, you know, God's not going to bless you if you don't do this and this has to be done or giving them the silent treatment or making mention to them not, oh, well, I noticed you didn't pay your tithes last week. You didn't give this, you didn't give what you normally give and, or, and an embarrassing them or speaking curses against them. Like, you know, if you don't do this, God won't do that. And, you know, pulling scriptures out and twisting the scriptures this is manipulation this is witchcraft to get people to give and to take advantage of them and this is not pleasing to the lord at all i don't do the sow a seed for your need i don't do the prophet lion and now pay me a a dollar because i just gave you a word from the lord that doesn't work for me either and so this is a topic we could go on and on about but for the sake of this podcast we won't today we're going to move on to the next one but when you see manipulation in any form it's definite witchcraft Ver- uh, number 11 every decision a person makes in their personal life have to be quote unquote approved by leadership red flag red red flag we're all adults here And we all are responsible for our own decisions. And you can encourage, you can empower, you can motivate, you can you can partner in prayer, you can fast, you can turn on your plate to assist people, but you are not responsible as a leader for all of their personal life decision making. It is up to them to do so, and it is not your responsibility. God does not even impart that responsibility upon himself. So if God doesn't do it, then we should not be doing it as leaders to those that serve our ministries and so your personal life's decisions do not have to be approved by your leadership okay now you may ask them for their guidance their wisdom you may sit and inquire of their assistance or their support in an area, but it should not be required for all of your personal life decisions to be made and approved by them. No bueno. Number 12, are you forbidden to fellowship with your family if they are not saved or do not belong to your church? Crazy, but it happens right? It happens. God sat, Jesus Christ sat among sinners. How could this be so? This is actually an opportunity for people to see your life as a living sacrifice, your life. They're able to see through your testimony and by example, and God may use you in these opportunities to speak or plant a seed or maybe even water a seed that's already been planted by someone else to show love or maybe even give a rebuke with love. But whatever it may be, God needs to be able to utilize and use you wherever he sends you. And you should not limit yourself ever to just fellowshipping only with only believers. It just can't happen. You have to find a balance and discern when and to say when not to say 
what to say and be led by the Holy Spirit. Now, I'm not saying be up in the club popping bottles, okay? But I'm saying use your discernment, but your your leadership should not forbid you from fellowshipping and 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 going you know with your family because they're not saved and they don't go to your church so that's a definite red flag and the last one number 13 is are you discouraged from reading books that are not approved by the leadership that's another one and it goes along with the decision making and all of that sort of thing and so you know controlling leaders and witchcraft in the church and these church are occultic they are cult-like churches and I would run as fast as you possibly can if you identify with any one of these questions that were named in tonight or today's broadcast whenever you're listening to this if you find yourself anywhere close to here or anyone you know make sure you share this broadcast with them and and so they can a sometimes people don't know this is what they think this is normal or they're deceived there's a spirit of deception that or maybe a veil that's placed over their eyes in the spirit realm and this seems normal or they may be hypnotized or you know the, the demonic realm does so many things to deceive people and to brainwash people and to get people to come into agreement with things where you and I may make complete sense right but to them they're like leave my church he did nothing wrong this pastor has been my saving grace and life and they've actually positioned their pastor in a place of idolatry um, above God and this happens a lot where leaders are actually taking the position of God and instead of correcting and rebuking them they're absorbing right they're absorbing this glory and and it's displaced and it's improper and they are in error and they must repent in Jesus name. God is identifying this error and these errors in the church and many will fall and will come to their demise this year and in the days to come it has been prophetically released that this is going to happen that ministries will fall and crumble that leaders will be exposed and these wolves in sheep clothing will be exposed and so the Discernment will be all the more important in these days ahead. Discernment will be very much important, being led by the Holy Spirit and not getting wrapped up and caught up in these type of ministries in Jesus name. So I just want to cover you guys in prayer as we close out today in Jesus name. Father God, I just ask right now in Jesus name, Father, that whatever it is that these people have been associated or aligned with father that is not of you father i pray holy spirit father that you will remove the veil from their eyes father i pray father that any deceiving spirits any spirits of deception father i bind those spirits right now in jesus name and i decree and declare that every work and every root every fruit every tentacle every link and spirit that has been attached assigned aligned and connected to them to these ministries to these churches in the name of jesus i pray father god and i command 
man that they loose themselves from their lives right now in Jesus name I pray father that you will speak to them father that you will loose your angels to minister to them in this day in this season father that father you will give them the courage oh God that you will give them the courage father to seek your face father for your word says in Matthew 6 33 to seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness and all of these things will be added unto us and so father I just ask that you will help those that are afraid of not being a part of something afraid of maybe missing out or afraid father of not being covered or afraid of not being led or being able to find other leadership or another church or maybe they're there out of familiarity father we bind every familiar spirit in Jesus name father that is bound and and, and that is binding their life father that is being passed down through their bloodlines father for maybe they are connected because of denomination maybe they're connected because of comfort but whatever it is father in the name of Jesus I pray father that you will reveal it father that you will reveal the root cause father that you will remove the scales from their eyes in the name of Jesus that they will be able to see you father and not these disguised angels of light father but they will see the true light and the true father and see the true living God in Jesus name so father I just ask you right now this day to sweep through the mind and the hearts and the homes of all of your sons all of your daughters and anyone that is listening under the sound of my voice this day father in the name of Jesus father I pray that you will reveal to them whether it be in their awakened state or even in their dream life father that you will visit them father that you will lead them that you will guide them father I pray that they will trust you they will trust your leading and the leading of the Holy Spirit above what they see above what they know above what they are comfortable with father but they will trust you and that you will send father divine connections and divine alignment with whomever you seek or see fit and desired father to partner with them father in ministry in covering and spiritual leadership or even if you just call them to sit with you in a season father allow them to be okay with being able to sit with you and you alone holy spirit in the name of jesus until they are released into the covering or into the space in which you have sent for their safety to be covered and protected and to be healed in jesus name so father i just thank you in advance for what you were doing in this prayer and even beyond this prayer father i believe father as we yoke our faith with the kingdom of heaven father that it is so and so it shall be for as it is in heaven it shall be so in the earth in the name of jesus amen i love you guys to god be the glory i will see you next week hug your neighbor call someone and tell them you love them today i love you and there's nothing you can do about it shamika if you're listening i love you and there's nothing you can do about it in jesus name but be blessed and to god be all the glory goodbye y'all Thanks for joining me on Flawed and Free Podcast. Make sure you follow and subscribe. Click the bell on YouTube on my channel and follow. Don't forget to meet me live every Thursday, 8 p.m. Central Standard Time for Tea and Testimony with Tina to discuss weekly podcasts and answer questions. I'll be streaming from YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Flawed and Free 
or if you're streaming from IG, it's at The Flawed and Free. Till next week, God bless, where we are free to be me, flawed, and free. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Discover South Carolina.